0: Management Research. Hello and welcome to the Management Research Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Eugene Povetista. Hello, everybody. We continue our short mini series on burnout, and in my previous episode, I talked about the matter of perception. I told you that there are job demands, those aspects of work that steal your energy, and job resources, those aspects of work that bring you energy. And while many people argue that these job demands and job resources are universal and that emotional labor is a job demand, actually in my previous episode I showed you that for some people emotional labor may be a job resource, something that will inspire them, something that will energize them. At the end of the last episode, I told you that one of the ways to cope with this type of problems is to delegate them or reframe them for you. I want you to understand that the perception can change, the activities cannot, because you will have to work with students, you will have to interact with your clients, you will have to interact with your peers, you will have to interact with your supervisor, but there is something that can change your perception of the same activity. And I want to share with you one of the stories that was actually why I decided to become an academic. I always wanted to teach, and I enjoyed teaching in Ukraine. I held a lot of seminars for many people. Sometimes I had up to 300 people on a seminar when we talked about the core values of the European Union and why the values are so important. And I decided to make an academic career, to make a PhD, and then to work in the field where I could teach professionally, do it not on ad hoc basis, let's say one seminar this month and no seminars next month, but to have it regularly. When I started writing my PhD, I noticed that the only thing that matters is the research. And you have to publish, you have to make investigation, you have to conduct your experiments, you have to collect data using surveys and so on. And what I learned is I learned to hate teaching because teaching was something that was distracting you from your intermediate goal, and the intermediate goal was a PhD. And in three and a half years, I learned to hate teaching just because I needed to focus on my research. Anything that was not related to my research was distracting me from research, and teaching takes a lot of time, as many of you know. You have to prepare a lecture, you have to hold the lecture, you have to great assignments, you have to probably enter all this information into information systems of your university, whatever system you have. And this was something that was very distracting. And then, after I used to work at the University of Applied Sciences Ulm and then at the Frankfurt School of Finance and Management, I noticed that some people really enjoy teaching. And my supervisor at the moment, he was enjoying it all the time. And I asked him, Why? And how do you do it? And he said, actually, this is the core idea that we have what we call it in Germany, the Humboldt ideal, where you make research and you teach about your research. This is the great idea that you have to combine both. You have to be a good researcher, but you also have to be able to transfer this research, this new knowledge to people, to your student who really want to learn it and who have to be successful next years. And he said that without teaching, it's like a sailing without wind, it makes no sense. And what helped me, now I'm going to the end of this story, that I started thinking about the process differently. And I started really thinking about why does my colleague understand it differently? Why does he perceive it differently? What is different in his head? And the more I thought about it, the more I started coming back to what I initially had to this loving to teach, and being interested in teaching, and being interested in interaction with students. And now I am at a different university, and I received the full professorship, so it means my contract will not be terminated. And I suddenly understood that teaching is really cool, and you can do a lot of stuff, but you have to combine it with the research, because teaching without research is teaching old stuff, and making research means that you have to do a lot of new things. And combining this will allow you to know new things and transfer this new knowledge to students who will apply it in the next years in their life and who will hopefully become successful and prosperous in next years. What I want to tell you with this is that one of the ideas how to change your perception is to talk to somebody who enjoys the same task understand this person, try to see why this person enjoys this task. What is then different? The more you think about it, the more you understand this person, the more you will notice that you also love it. My next suggestion for you is to understand that many struggles we we face in our life are just a game. You have to provide an A-plus publication. It is nothing but a game. You play against the journal, you play against the reviewer, you may have a great idea, but you have to sell it to this journal. You have to learn how to phrase, how to frame your idea. You have to learn how to phrase your article because there is something like specific wording. They need to know that you write in their language. And this is like a kind of game. Okay, let's try to find it out. How do I have to write it? How do I have to present it? What kind of framing is the most fitting my research? And the more you think about it as a game, the less you get disappointed with immediate loss, because sometimes you get rejected. And by the way, if you go to any good journal, it is highly likely that you will be rejected because the percentage of paper that are accepted by the top journals, at least that go into R&R, lies by about 5%. So there's only 5% chance that whatever your idea is, that you will land there. It can be different things because of which your paper has been rejected. And this is a part of the game. You have to discover what were that, these things. You read to the review and you take it not personal, but you try to understand the rules of the game. Why did they write it? What do I have to do differently? Is it about the words I'm using? Is it about the framework I'm using? Is it about the theory? Maybe they're looking for something that I couldn't offer them. Maybe there is a better theory. Maybe it's a newer theory. Hey, one of the reviewers writes you that you have to look for this paper. Maybe he, this reviewer, is the author of this paper and he just want to be cited. Maybe it is a great idea to develop your research and add something new. If you start perceiving this as a game, whatever it will be, you will start enjoying this process and you will get a bit relaxed and also motivated and the things that were highly exhausting. and... Believe me, the first review is the most exhausting thing in your life, because it was the work of your life, the best manuscript you developed, and suddenly you get some negative review. All of a sudden, it becomes not an exhausting event, but a gameplay. Okay, they made their move. Notice my move. Is it R&R? If yes, then I can write it and sign it back. If it is not, then I have to find a better journal. And I have to do all the stuff they suggested, because it will make my paper better, and this paper will land in a better journal. The same applies to any activity within your organization or any activity within your home. Whatever you do, it can bring you fun if you perceive it as a game, it can bring you a lot of stress if you think that it is a struggle that you have to overcome, and if you think about, why me? And I want you to think, wow, cool, next move, now it is my move and I have to do something better. So with these two suggestions, I hope you can change the perception of whatever you do and change your job demands to job resources and also prevent burnout in the future and also make your life bit comfortable within the team or within your firm or within your family, whatever applies to you. I wish you all the best. Good luck with your burnout prevention. Good luck with your research. Good luck with your work. Good luck with your family. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.